Hello and welcome back to the Create Your World podcast. How are you doing this week, Ben? Pretty good this week, mate. You know, I was just thinking that um, this is what we're doing with the podcast here. If we were to do the same thing, I don't know, 20 years ago, you know, just how many personnel you'd need to put a production like together. I mean, I know mm. we're pretty uh, we're pretty basic here, but <laughs> even 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 that, you know, to create. You know, it's like it's a mini radio show. And how many people would you employ to uh, to have you know an amateur radio show on you know in the in the nineties or eighties or something like that? That's right. It is the time to be creating. Uh, so, world, if you are out there, get creating because this is the time. Never exactly been easier. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the same That's for right. just about everything. Like. Animation is still a really hard thing to create. You know, you still need a lot of um, manpower behind that. But just like, you know, writing, you know, having a blog is just anybody can set it up. Podcast voice, you know, anybody can set that up. It's just, I don't know, is this this classed as... um, as as automation coming for things? I suppose it is because we wouldn't be able to do this without the right software, would we? No. No. So it is a creeping sort of automation, but ideally it's leaving creative types to do the actual creative part. Yeah, the thing that um, can never really be automated. Mm, mm, ideally, yes, that's what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you're, you're totally right. There are just so many things to do. And what I'm really finding interesting is sort of watching how different forms of medium are sort of, you know, they catch on, they come, become really hot and then they sort of cool off a bit because and I've, oh, yeah. I've, yeah, I've, I've, I've started to notice it is all driven by, it's a sort of a cycle to do with users, uh, users behavior. And also like, obviously it's like a, fusion of what's possible in the technology right now, as well as what's novel, what's new, and as, as well as like what people like to do, how people yeah, like right. to consume the, their the content. The trends are like both technological and cultural, and it's this mismatch yeah. of things happening at the same time. Yeah, like I was discussing yesterday with this uh, these two people who could potentially become my agents, or agent, I guess. Okay. Anyway, this agency I, I, I met up with yesterday, we were just discussing, you know, differences in Taiwan, you know, vis-a-vis the rest of the world with this, yeah. you know, kind of content creating space. And we were just talking about podcasts and how podcasts haven't really taken off here. And they're like, yeah, it is a bit of a mystery because they are, you know, really popular in China and and elsewhere. And and uh, we were just discussing it. And and but but um, the guy I was talking to is he's he's fairly bullish. He's like, yeah, no, it'll 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 come, it'll come here. They'll take off. They'll, it'll it'll take some time, but it'll it'll definitely happen because people's eyes are getting sore, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it's a good point. Like that's that is, I think, the main driver behind the sort of the, the the big rise in podcasting is because, you know, like yeah, a few years ago, watching endless videos on YouTube on your phone was just this new cool thing that everyone had, you know, a TV in the palm of their hand. And that was great. But then eventually, you know, your eyes get sore, right? You don't want to have to watch a screen all the time to consume content. So ta-da, audio made a comeback. So it's like, it's so interesting how these things go round and round. It's just like live video, you know, live video comes to Facebook in like, what, 2016, something like that. And I was like, oh yeah, live video is going to be you know, that's going to be my thing. And yeah, I, I got really into it. And it's great that I did get into it. I probably went a little too far, though, because there are definitely limitations because live video isn't about it's not really a video. It's 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 an interaction. It's actually more like a live stage performance than it is really a video, simply because of the participation factor. If you if, if someone's not there in the moment participating, leaving comments and getting that instant interaction with the host, this is just not, there's this little point watching it later. So it's like, I realized eventually it's like two years later, I've been doing this live video. I think everyone's sort of sobered up to live video a little bit. It's going to keep playing an important role in the future, but it's like people sort of get its its shortcomings now as well. So, you know, this kind of stuff, it's, it's like there's always some new thing that's coming to replace something and, and there's this, this new novel factor. And then 
people like, you know, it's just like everyone's watching their screens. Well, what's going to happen next? Well, people want to rest their eyes. So it's going to go back to their ears and then we're going to go around I, again. So I think <laughs> that people are, I think that, I think that that guy's right to be bullish about uh, podcasts because I think it's pretty fundamental that our ears have more spare time than what our eyes do, mm. you know, at the gym, driving, you know, yeah. public transport, whatever, walking, it's, uh, it's just easier to just plug in and than, than what it is to watch a video. You just have more hours of the day where you can listen than what you can watch. Yeah. So I think that's like, I think that's the fundamental thing behind. And I mean, that was a, I suppose that was a niche that, um, you know, like Walkman's, uh, um, you know, like the portable radios filled not that long ago. But mm. um, with the streaming thing, man, I was thinking the other day, you know, you've heard about Elon Musk's new, uh, Neuralink, right? Yeah. His, um, yeah. yeah, his mission to um, create a, uh, a brain implant that, that's the precursor to a whole brain to computer interface. Yeah. And man, can you imagine, um, can you, I mean, this is just, pretty imaginary at least at this stage but can you imagine what live streaming would look like in an era where you can it's like you can live stream your what you're seeing everything yeah. that's happening to you mm -hmm. maybe not just what you're seeing but what you're feeling as well mm. like like that would i just be think they just that would, i think mm. that there'd just be so many things happen like um Probably like uh, master, you know, yoga, uh, yoga masters, you know, they have the experience of stretching their body in these, you know, incredible ways, right? Yeah. Imagine live streaming that, but yeah. not just what it looks like, but what it feels like. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, it's, it's hard to wrap my, my head around. Yeah. It's like you would, Usain Bolt <laughs> would, I don't know, like sell like the experience of, you know, running, yeah. this, you know running the um the 100 meters world record i he'd sell that for i don't know like 20 grand or something and you can actually live that experience that would like, be pretty trippy what a strange world that would be there would be so many weird subcategories as well like i bet there'd be people who would actually like bottle their depression and and that would be like a top selling emotion or experience to have like My just God, be you reckon i totally think so yeah because wouldn't you want to experience the depths of depression and then come out of it the next day without feeling depressed? You get what I'm saying? Okay, I, I took this in a totally different direction. But like, seriously, that's, I reckon that's what would happen. I reckon you wouldn't just get like great experiences like, yeah, Usain Bolt running the 100 meters. I reckon you just get everything, all this weird stuff, including really sad stuff like that. Yeah, wow. But yeah, I guess so. Yeah, mm. it's like getting pretty black mirror, but yeah. Brave new world. Mm. All sorts of possibilities. It's just like, hey, you're really into drones, right? I know you're really curious about drones. Have you tried the actual... Um, I don't I, have one yet, but man, I can't ah, wait to... I, I just can't your place would be no. perfect for a drone. You're just like yeah, right on the, on, the, on the edge of the forest of, of, of the bush. It would be amazing. Yep. Yeah. Have you, tr have you looked into, um, the, I sort of watched these YouTube videos about how to get started with, okay, I've forgotten the acronym all of a sudden. It's like, uh, there's a couple of kinds of drone, you know, droning. And one is where you wear the VR goggles and connects yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. what's F that called? FTP. Yeah. FTP. Person, yeah. Uh, yeah. perspective or something. Yeah. Something like that. So, yeah. so are you going to get into that? You, I think that's, you see what the, what the drone sees. See what is, the yeah. drone sees. Yeah. I, yeah. I've been, I've been thinking about that. I like, I'm, I shit you not. I've been thinking about that for about oh, 10 years. Like before <laughs> I before I knew it was a it, it was a, a thing. thing at all. You know, I was just like imagine if, you know, you could stream what the drone sees directly, you know, onto a onto a headset on your yeah. face. It would be like flying. And yeah. that is kind of what it is. I mean, yeah. it's uh I think that there are like the technology is still pretty young in that the um the stream it doesn't for it to, you know, be for it to wirelessly, you know, be beamed into your headset fast yeah. enough for you to, you know, react on a the controller. There must be so um, much lag. Yeah. Yeah. So the so the video quality isn't very great, but yeah. I mean, ten years, fifteen years, it's just going to be astounding. Hmm. Hmm. 
for sure. Yeah, I cannot wait. It's yeah. an FTP drone is is definitely something that's um, that's on my list. Yeah, yeah, sick. So, so what cool. is going down this week for all our listeners here at? Create Your World HQ. <laughs> we don't really have a HQ, but uh, somewhere in the clouds somewhere. <laughs> somewhere in the clouds. That's yeah. Right. What's going down? Uh, why don't you kick us off this week, mate? It's, okay. Um, oh, yeah, I'll finish up at the end because I don't have that much going on. And, and it wasn't no. very to Discover Earth re creator, you know, related, but, you mm -hmm. know, we can still draw some lessons out of it. So, yeah, why don't you kick us off? Okay. Yeah. So, for me this week, uh, I woke up feeling much much more relaxed uh, because I finally this morning because I finally reached a resolution a conclusion with uh, Claire after Woo. yeah you after finally reached clarification clarification that's right so actually I sent her an email four days ago okay <laughs> and um, it was titled clarification so yeah I, I <laughs> You just couldn't help yourself. Couldn't you help myself. For the pun. Oh my god. Yeah. No. 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 I didn't write clarification. I wrote clarification. But oh, okay. Okay. It flew under the radar for her, I think. But yeah. Nonetheless, it's still a bit of an in joke. So anyway, um, so what happened was I, where we were up to last week is that yeah, I think you know lots of loose ends to tie up. Lots of yeah vagueness and and all the rest of it so i'll quickly run through what happened i'm on a roughly sunday evening i think it was we had a chat uh for about an hour or so and uh i said okay so where we'd come to is the realization that her promoting my hybrid course where i do you know teaching hours as well as paid content was not ideal because it's a higher higher ticket item so it's quite expensive so the number of sales we're going to get is going to be smaller so the amount of traffic she's going to have to direct from facebook ads to the you know the consultation booking page is going to have to be a lot more for us to get the traffic needed to make a sale so so uh there's a financial risk for her in that she was looking to do a Facebook ads, but you know, this is not uh, going to be an item which is so easy to sell, you know, straight off the bat. Um, so there was that. And there's also the risk for me, which I pointed out to her in our conversation that, hey, look, at the moment I'm teaching like two students in each class, three hours a week for like three months. You know, it's really, uh, it's, it's um, not ideal for me. It's, it's, it's almost a waste of my time. So we both agreed on that and she was looking to promote my vocab course. So she thought doing the vocab course would be great. Now the vocab course is great for me as well because it's a standalone product. So I wouldn't have to do any extra teaching. So I said, yes, let's do this. So we had this uh, Zoom How call. What sell the vocab course for? Oh, not much, unfortunately. I mean, but I was looking to change the pricing. I was looking to say, hey, listen, it's been quite popular. I think we could we could flog it for double, you know, what it is uh, at the moment. It was currently, I think it was uh, 20 US dollars, I guess. So I said, you know, we could probably knock this up to like 40 or whatever. And she was saying, you know, I'm going to need higher commission because this is a low ticket item, it's a low priced item. So I'm going to need higher commission to fund the Facebook ads. I said, yeah, yeah, look, I'm open to that, you know. Because at the end of the day, it's like, if, if she sells it, that's great. Because after all, I don't need to do anything else. It's already a made standalone product. So, you know, she can just sell it and great. I'd be happy to even give her 50% commission or whatever. Like I was happy to talk about that. That's okay. Yeah. Um, I've created an asset. You know, I've created an asset. Time. Exactly. And it's just sitting there. So let's get, let's get it out there. Let's get it out into the market. Okay, great. So we had this call and I, I was going in there with the aim of saying, hey, listen, let's like agree on this this new product we're going to promote together. You're going to do Facebook ads. That's great. Um, you know, let's talk a little bit about the details. I think, you know, I've let you onto the Facebook ads account system. You have, a, you know, the ad account, you haven't done anything on there yet, but Hey, like, let's talk it through now. So that's the frame of mind. I, you know, I had going into it and it went all fine. And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We can, we can promote this vocab course that you've made. Um, this info product. Uh, but I need access to your Teachable account. 
you know, and that was her main push this time. I need full access to your Teachable account. And I'm like, well, why? You know, and she's like, well, because I need to track conversions, how many students are enrolling on Teachable and the revenue there. So I can, I can follow and track how much money I'm spending and if, if it's worth it, you know, in regards to Facebook ads, as well as handling other admin stuff on the back end. I thought that was just a, a one-off thing that you set up with a Facebook tracking pixel. Exactly! And I told her that, but she doesn't want to... I don't know. She wants to overcomplicate things. Here's the thing, man. She doesn't want to... I give her lots of ways to give her the information that she tells me she needs. The, the reason she gives me for... The reason she gives for needing to access the my 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 sites and my assets, I give her a way to access that information. And she never comes back and says, okay, well, that's enough. Thank you. You know, that saves me the hassle of having to log into Digital. No, she just wants access, end of story, to the whole website. And she doesn't settle for anything less. So I told her this in the conversation. I said, listen, there's a tracking pixel. I can set it up on the thank you page. Every time someone clicks through to the thanking pa thank you page, which they won't be able to do unless they purchase. Yes. Exactly. This is rubbish. It's like you go to a regular Facebook ad account manager. There are tons of them. Yeah, it's a big industry. You, you go and ask any of them on, online and say, hey, do you like check the data on your on your clients like, um, you know, back end on their on their content management system, they'll say no, because all they need to do is Facebook ads, because they've got so many campaigns to, to manage, they don't want to be clicking through to various websites and backend admin pages and doing, that's such a hassle for them. This is what I tried to tell her. This will be just extra hassle for you. You don't need to get on the back end of Teachable. Anyway, she looked very upset about this, and for the first time, probably ever since we met, I could see that she was really losing patience and she sort of said, you know, what is it? What's wrong? Why, 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 what are you worried about? What are you scared of? And she started asking me questions like this. So I just had to grin and sort of say, listen, I'm not really scared of anything. And just, you know, uh, told her that I just don't want to give her extra work. Skype no, this, well, this is over Skype. Yeah. So not quite in person, but we could see each other. And you know, she was, she could, you could tell she was, she was, um, a little upset. And so she wrapped it up and said, oh, I have to go anyway. I said, okay, okay, um, we'll talk about it later, right? She's like, yeah, yeah. So we finished the conversation. And then uh, a day or two later, I sent her this email. So this is really, uh, yeah, this is really sort of the end of it now. So I, I sort of sent her an email and I said, hey, Claire, I've been thinking things over since our conversation. And I think we need, what we need right now is clarity on our expectations of each other. I know you've been wanting to take care of plenty of other things for after firstly sales and then Facebook ads, whether it's admin stuff, email, calendars, or the teachable website backend, etc. And you've been frustrated that I haven't simply said yes to all of this. I understand that must have been frustrating for you. And I want you to know that I do appreciate your enthusiasm for the project, even if it may not always show. What I want to make clear is that I'm more than open to these ideas. All going well, of course, I'd like some help from you with these things. I want to proceed and deepen my collaboration with you, but in a progressive manner, one step at a time, not all in one go. I need you to understand and accept that if we're going to make this work for us. Please let me know if you're willing to take things gradually and understand that good partnerships take time to foster. If you don't want to, that is fine also. We can wrap things up here and wish each other the best for the future. Please reply to this email and let me know what your thoughts are. Cheers, Liam. Okay. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, so that's sort of what I, I said. And then... Uh, Fair enough, I think. Yeah, okay. I think I, yeah, I think I sort of hit the right tone. It was nice and succinct. And, yeah, yeah, good. Um, good choice of language, I think. You just affirm, but yeah, like if it's... Yeah, if it doesn't work for you, then... You can yeah, walk. Exactly. So that's what I, I said. And she replied not too long later, maybe even not too, too, a couple of hours or so. Hi, Liam. I totally understand where you were coming from. However, you have to understand that. And then colon. And then she did a series of bullet points. First one, if we don't take care of things after sales, 
equals student complaints equals they request a refund equals we lose money. Not promoting the course equals we don't get enough students equals you spend too much time and energy on a few students, it's not worth your time equals we lose time and money. Not being able to access Teachable equals I cannot take care of student enrollments and other issues quickly equals students complain equals they request a refund equals we lose money. Not being able to access Teachable equals me running Facebook ads, basically driving with my eyes closed in brackets equals I lose money. Yes, you are the leader and what and and the face of the brand and and uh, very important to the brand. However, the work behind the scenes is also important too. Isn't that why big companies spend lots of money on admin? Question mark. What I'm saying is, it's fine to take things slowly, but there's uh, consequence. So if you're still unsure about me, do not worry. Feel free to wrap things up here and wish each other best for the future. Okay, Claire. So, mm. yeah, she still sort of just stated her position. Mm -hmm. Sort of said, okay, well, you're over there. Well, I'm going to stand over here. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, so the, that was that. And so... I thought about it, and then a day later, I came back with this email, which I think was a good compromise, because here's the thing. Teachable, actually, you can get customizable admin access where you can delegate a limited amount of access. It's a premium pricing, isn't it? It's for the business plan, man. I'm on the pro plan, paying $99 a month. I'd have to pay $499. Teachable, get real. Get real, guys. What the hell? I'm already paying $100 a month for the, for the pro plan, and I cannot do that. I have to pay like 500 bucks a month to get that function, that, that feature, so that I can actually you know you know um, what man customize um, that i just just uh, i've just made a link you know just going back to the start of the conversation it's like what would what would teachable cost 20 or 30 years ago like to get the same functions that you get <laughs> as what you get today it would be a lot more than 99 dollars a month you know sure, what I mean? sure, sure, but sure. it's just that compared to other automated services it's definitely on the pricey end yeah totally. i mean you can get you get shopify for something like 350 dollars a year right and that's like the equivalent of a retail store you know it's yeah yeah it's just that uh yeah it's like i don't know automations has brought the price down of everything along with our expectations too yeah ex expectations but, exactly like i mean it's not like you know it's it's not like we have the you know the insane profit margin to be able to just you know no that's the point like if i was like anyway, so making tens of thousands have, suppose, of yeah. like, been passed down to the consumer as well yeah so prices yeah. so i mean but that this is this is the real rub is that okay well what am i going to do so i came up with a solution which i thought was pretty good i said I, like I can export all the user data and all the new student signups and even the revenue, you know, charts and all of that as a C, uh, CSV, right? Yeah, CSV, um, you know, file and email that to her. And I can do that like every day if she needs, like if she really wants to check the teachable data and the user signups and all of that for her Facebook ad campaign, I can make that work for her. I'd be happier to do that than, you know what she was proposing, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable doing that. So I, I had this idea and I, I came back to her a day later. I said, hi, Claire. So I think you made some good points and I think we can work something out here if we are both willing to compromise a little. I think the main thing here surrounds Teachable. So if we can sort that out, we should be fine. Firstly, granting full access to the Teachable website is not something I'm comfortable with at this stage. And since it contains private material and resources, it would be irresponsible of me to do so. However, yeah, it's you have to. Yeah. There are my assets. Boundaries. Yeah. If you're exactly. going to go pro, <laughs> exactly. This is there's, this, this there's is reasons like, why, like some intern at I don't know, like J.P. Morgan, 
Chase or something just doesn't get access to their entire client database. Exactly. There is very good reasons for that. And, and yeah. It's, so it's, and yeah. it is bureaucracy and it does slow things down, but there's a reason why, yeah, I, like she says there's a reason why there's admin in the back end, but there's also a reason why there's rules and protocols and, exactly. you know, you know, like try structure. Try, Try accessing, you know, like if you're in a medical profession, try accessing, you know, customer data without a, uh, without a very good reason for it. You're just yeah. simply not able to. Yeah, exactly. Same thing at Google. They're extremely stringent on, on what customer data employees can access or not, which does mm -hmm. make them slower as a business, but it's, you have to do it. It's, yeah. it's how you go pro. Yeah, exactly. So I think this is a really you know, fairly reasonable. And I, I offered this solution, which I think is, here's, here's my point. Okay. Here's the solution. However, yeah. okay. So after I said that, I said, however, what I can do is send you the student enrollment and sales data on a regular basis. That will give you all you need to track the progress of the FB ad campaign. How does this sound for you? Let me know, Liam. Okay. So like I was happy to do that send her a new doc every day if she, if, if she wants it. Okay. So that was my offer and she didn't reply for a couple of days and I sent her a couple of text messages to say, Hey, you know, let's just stay in communication. What's happening. She's, I, she didn't reply. And then last night she said, hi Liam, after some careful thought and consideration, I've decided to remove myself from the team. You can send my commission to this bank account. And then she gave me you know, details and then Claire, so, ah, oh, such a relief, honestly. I could feel it coming. I knew she was going to opt out, but I just wanted it. Wanted it to just be done. Just, the, oh, such a relief. Yeah, her yeah. Her, her first reply, it was, the writing was on the wall. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. So, ah, uh, another one bites the dust. Yes, it's another attempt for me at some new solution, whether it's an affiliate program or a platform or whatever. And this is like the latest uh, episode yeah. to wind up since I Amazing mean, Talker. But one of these days I'm going to find something that's, just... that's going to fit me somehow. It's going to work. Exactly. Yeah, one day soon, I hope. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, her reasons, it's more than just not being able to access these things, you know, whenever, whenever she wants to. It's like, it's like what you were talking about last week, you know, the, um, uh, you know, like maybe it's harder to sell than what she initially expected or yeah, yeah there's, yeah. there's a bigger picture involved here. Oh, definitely. Yeah. She is. She's, uh, she's definitely gone off the boil and, yeah. um, you know, this was always sort of a side venture for her and that's the reality for her. This was like, Oh, let's try this guy. You know, maybe his course is going to sell like hotcakes. Maybe I can, I can, uh, you know, make a, a good buck doing a bit of um, extra hustle on the side with this guy. That was how, that was, that was me. That was how she occurred in my, in, that's how I occurred for her because she's yeah. still, I can check. She's, she's got a, her own little teaching lesson plans, her own thing going on. I can see based on the consultation bookings that there's plenty of students, you know, going on there. There's plenty of things for her to do there. She's, she's not sitting around on her hands after this. So this was always a side gig for her. Um, well, I mean, for, for you, me, this has been a very interesting venture. I mean, yeah. you've, you've explored this whole, you know, the, the super premium. How much were you selling the courses for? Like $400 or something? Yeah. Four or $500. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. Yeah. I definitely got it now. Like it's, yeah. you didn't realize, but uh, yeah, that was, it's an option. Exactly. Exactly. No, I definitely learned a lot from it and, um, have to refine a few things, have to refine a few things and uh, have to consider whether or not it's really necessary to have an actual salesperson versus just me just sort of learning the basics, you know, and yeah. still got what your dad sort of still got all those notes that I, I jotted down from your dad's conversation. And, you know, I think, I think it's not, you know, it's not rocket science. I think I could, you know, figure it out, uh, you know, within a few weeks of practicing. And, and so there's that possibility as well as I just, you know, I still own course and, and I do the actual direct sales as well. And now I can, I can keep all the money. And so, yeah, there's, there's, I'm going to need a bit of time to cool off and, and think about how to make it work. But this, 
business model is now oh, suddenly it's it's uh, it's an option exactly it's it's yeah. it's being proven as as a successful model you know as as long as you can keep traffic coming and and whatever uh, that's a really good uh, thing. That's a really good development. So I'm I'm happy on the whole. You know, I've definitely as well as good experience on. It's good experience. Yeah, like trying to figure. Yeah, exactly. What are the ups and downs, and what are the difficulties of actually like bringing someone onto a team and trying to negotiate things? And I think I've learned standing more by about guns. Standing by my guns. Yeah, I think I've learned more about myself as well. What I am comfortable with and not comfortable with, and what I yeah exactly. So. On the whole, it's, it's been really good. And so maybe it's symbolic or maybe it's, uh, I'm not sure how to put this, but the day that I said goodbye to Claire is the day I said hello to We Media. So <laughs> yesterday, I just mentioned a little earlier that I was in a uh, sort the of next a chapter. It's the next chapter, buddy. It's just one chapter after another. It's like what my mom says to me. She's like, you could write a book about this. I think I will one day. It's just, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's and I, I joke that you know one day one of these one of these uh, characters in this novel is is going to be the one. It's like I'm I'm holding out for Prince Charming. It's like <laughs> someone's gonna come and it's this. It's really gonna work and it's really gonna because I know it's it's not gonna nothing's gonna really take off just you know by myself. It's it's not gonna really. I know that I need something or someone, but it just hasn't fallen into place yet so um okay Mate, it does seem just just before we get oh, yeah. to uh, it, this we we, we media we, we media, media. Yeah, yeah anyway yeah they've you, been in the news shoot. recently i think anyway um uh yeah just the what you were saying i think it was yeah i think it was last week about facebook delivering only 25 percent of you know your messages ah. to your audience that's mm -hmm. really stuck with me man like that's that is absolute shit yeah, it is. You know, like, it's it's not a good delivery platform. Like, it's no. it's atrocious. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's a function of people following so many different, you know, groups and people and pages on Facebook. You know, you people might follow a thousand people. I mean, I follow a thousand people on Twitter, right? So yeah. it can't stuff all of that content onto your feed, you know, just like sorting by most recent. It has to filter it in some way but um for, for somebody on the other end who's trying to build their brand if all of their messages are just being filtered out it's just not it's it's just not a solid foundation for a business exactly and it's i think people lose sight how can you get the message out for some important new thing if exactly five percent of the messages get through exactly well this is a really like what you said, it's it's a, not a good delivery system. Well, it's not a It's not designed to be a delivery system. This is the thing. Like Facebook is not designed to be a delivery system. It's designed right. to be. It's designed to be an what feed. Well, they call it a social network, but you know you could. I'm sure there are a lot of other ways to to conceptualize what Facebook you know sort of truly is. But I, I think one of the best. Um, ways i've heard it described is 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 it is it's a time killer it's where you go to kill time uh that's that's what it is it you know you you, you don't know what you're going to get when you scroll through do definition. you you don't know it's not like google search where you're like okay i'm entering this keyword i'm going to find what i'm after and i'm going to absorb the information i want to absorb it's not that at all it's totally passive it's just scroll scroll and then I get given stuff and then I either keep scrolling or I stop and check out whatever stuff I'm given. So because of that, you don't need to think about what you are consuming. You simply need to look. And so that's Dude, why it's great for time. Did killing. you see this video of a chimp in a zoo that it's scrolling through uh, Instagram? Like, like uh, a zookeeper no. had set up an Instagram with, you know, like lots of pictures of other, you know, chimpanzees and stuff, you know, oh. feed. and I swear to God, this, the chimpanzee is scrolling through Instagram and it's like, oh, clicking on that one, scroll, 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 you know, like, oh, oh that my one? God, I swear That's to God, it's, it's the most amazing video, but I, gotta see I mean, that. yeah, yeah, you should. <laughs> if, if this was like the Joe Rogan podcast, pull that up, Jamie. Yeah. Um, we have no Jamie. But uh, yeah, one day, yeah. 
Yeah, how it's it's it. I mean, that's a testament to its design, isn't it? It's exactly. Just, it's, it's so just, simple that a. That's I mean, a chimp. <laughs> you could probably even go one down from the chimp. Maybe we could get a. I don't know. Uh, 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 I don't know what's what's a less intelligent primate or yeah, anyway yeah a baboon or, I don't know you could just get like a, a real a third rate monkey would probably be yeah no really like it's it's all about the thumbs like you could probably get like a a rat to just or a mouse to scroll through just as long as it was designed for a you know a mouse like a nose paw or, or whatever that thing yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. a claw whatever. Yeah, like it's yeah, exactly. Like so it's that non-thinking aspect. You just need to scroll. So it's not a delivery system. So exactly like I've I've woken up and I'm like, "Geez, just like all this time wasting on Facebook." Oh, there was one other little point I wanted to make is that people have lost sight of the fact that, you know, 15,000, 100,000, half a million Facebook followers now just doesn't mean as much as it used to mean several years ago because because inflation inflation exactly because the more business accounts the more profile pages there are on there the more stuff people follow the more stuff people follow the less any given page that they follow is worth to them yeah, in the terms more, of their attention the more the filter applies exactly so um yeah so unless people unfollow one account for every new account they follow which they don't there's inflation <laughs> yeah which they don't <laughs> exactly so that's something to be really mindful of. And yes, I'm definitely working, you know, uh, going forward, I definitely want to make my business email centered now is, is, is the new norm for me. Haven't implemented that change yet. Haven't really got that going, but that is where I would like things to head. And on yeah. that note, we've I mean, discussed early parrot and up viral. So I think we've both got a little bit of an update on that from last week. Um, so yeah, I just I want to go back to the email list for a second. I yeah, actually sure. think there's there's another there's another way to do it um, to make sure that your messages you know get delivered, right? So email list, it's you know, ninety nine percent of the time it's it's delivered unless you get put into the um, into the spam inbox. Um, all the social medias, you know, they filter your message out in one way or another. Um, but another way of guaranteeing your delivery is if you have an app right oh, an app can, yeah if you have your own dedicated app you can yeah you can control what what people see on it and and, and you can even you know send people push notifications yes it's uh you're in control it's uh it's the difference between what was it uh in in the book that we've been reading um dot com secrets um mm. it's the difference between owned traffic and uh what well, yeah, traffic you own no traffic you own traffic you control and then traffic you don't control yeah exactly yeah. it's definitely traffic, traffic you you, control. you own yeah yeah so an app is another alternative but obviously mm. just you know greater um setup costs and complexity than um than an email list yeah. but i mean it depends on your audience on what's the right way to go if you're morning brew then i mean an email newsletter is, is I think, perfectly fine. You know, um, yeah. considering the content is mostly text. Um, but I think if you if you're more video based, um, I mean, you can't. I don't think that you can run a business just on YouTube. Um, no, you have no. to. Uh, yeah, you have to. You have to get off the platform somehow. And yeah, and, you have to and yeah. own, own your own traffic. You need to get yeah. started on the platform, get your first wave of traffic, get your first traction on the platform, and then your second plan should be, you know, how Move to them get them off. I've, I've heard um, from someone, in fact, maybe this is in .com secrets too. I heard they say, uh, someone say that business, the first, the business, there are only two parts to, you know, running or setting up a business. The first half is gaining ground, and the second half is, you know, protecting your ground, like mm. keeping your ground. So it's like, they, they, they said the, so you, you know, you, uh, you know, uh, start, uh, um, startups out there who are just getting started, you know, enjoy this first part because, uh, the gaining ground and trying to like, you know, make ground is actually the, the more enjoyable of the two. So, but it makes sense. Like 
you get on these these networks, you get on these platforms, you gain ground, that's, you that's get very followers, interesting because um, and then I, you, you know, get them off. I live on the assumption that own. once I make money, you know, life's great. You know, it's, yeah, uh, exactly. the struggle's over, but it's not. No, it's not. You got to protect it. You got to protect your your audience. Then you got to make sure you lock them in and all the rest of that. So that's that's the second half. Yeah. So so um, yeah, but email is is probably exactly the the best solution until you have something more customized like a, an app as you say so we were thinking like okay so early parrot is is this uh you know integration this SaaS integration that allows you to have this uh fully white label customizable referral program really great except we both realized that the pricing it wasn't exactly what we thought was it Ben? no it's yeah. like there, of all of the, um, there are a few different yeah SaaS services that do something similar, and Early Parrot is the only one that I could find that has a free entry level. Yeah. Um. So you can you know set it up and you know before you're, you know, before you really have got any traffic, it's you, know, you don't know how long it's going to be until you require an upgrade. So it could be, I don't know, like eight months. So you don't want to have to pay, you know, for a premium service for mm. eight months you're not going to use. So I really like um premium um SaaS services for, for startups are like just incredible. But I mean sometimes what you get is just so little it's just it barely makes it worth it. Yeah. So, so that's sort of what happened here is that uh, you can get it all set up, this whole referral campaign, and have it integrated into your email, you know, into MailChimp and your website and everything uh, for 99 euros. And then uh, that will run until you have your 99th referral, like 99th person who signs up for your, in this case, email list as a referral. Now, this, the, here's the thing. It's like, when am I going to hit 99? Like, I think i don't know but i would guess it wouldn't take me too long to hit 99 uh if i had a good um incentive now here's the other thing they only allow you one incentive so i would have to make it something really good like maybe a free lesson with me or maybe not quite that yeah good, that's maybe the, um that's the uh yeah that's one of the limitations is that you can yeah. set up so it's like you get a um you re after three referrals, you refer people. So Morning Brew are, um, refers people. Um, the reward that they give you is you get a Sunday, uh, a Sunday newsletter. That's um, yeah. It's only available if you've shared the uh, Morning Brew newsletter three times with other people. Three other people sign up, and then you get access to this exclusive, yeah, club members. And zone, then yeah. you know. You refer 25 people, you get a t-shirt, 50, you get something else. Um, yeah. So Early Parrot only lets you set up one tier of, uh, of rewards. Yeah, for the 99 euro deal. Yeah, and yes. so, so the thing is, it's like, I really don't know when I'm going to reach 99 referrals. So there's this big question in my mind, I is it's going to take me two months? of people have referred three people. Really? Because I'm like, okay, I've got like 300 email subscribers right now, and I'd say they're fairly well engaged. Like, I often get open rates of above 40%. So if I sent this out to them and it's like, you can get a free, you know, class or something if you refer, you know, two or three friends or something like that, I wouldn't imagine it would take too long to reach 99 referrals. I would imagine. Maybe month yeah. or two i don't know if, if one percent so, of people refer sorry if 10 percent of people refer yeah. three people then you've hit you've hit 90 straight away yeah and they accept yeah but yeah like so right that's how it's counted right it's like it's a referral is a referral only when they accept and they join yeah, the list sure. i assume so i hope it's not like that's if someone's referred, that's a referral. You get what I mean? <laughs> so, so, you know, anyway, assuming that the referral is counted as someone who actually joins your list, well then, yeah, like I could, I could run into 99 really quickly. And there's the next thing is, okay, so upgrade to the unlimited plan, unlimited campaigns, unlimited incentives, unlimited referrals. Great. How much? 125 euros a month. Like that's pretty steep. And it would be great if I had this like profitable 
mailing list with like several thousand people already and I was already making plenty of money off that mailing list with regular sales and, and stuff or a subscription if or you whatever have resources to share around yeah like but at this stage I just haven't got that set up so it's kind of going on the back burner but then you found up viral which is this other competitor to early parrot which is much cheaper it's like 50 bucks us right 45 us per month which seems yeah. to be a standard pricing for, okay um, yeah for software like this yeah so um i think we're gonna give it a try maybe not immediately what what where were we where are you up to with this i i don't have as many um people on my list as you so yeah. i uh yeah i might be doing the um 99 thing oh okay yeah potentially yeah i think that would make more sense then, for you. i don't yeah. know yeah because like i said uh, just before um, I don't know how long it's going to be until I get that 99 so it could mm. be four months five months I don't I've got no idea um, so yeah the the uh, the free plans probably good enough for me for now for now mm. although I'm still having mm. set up problems with it yeah I think I did the um, Google tag manager uh, thing incorrectly mm. is that did that all work for you by the way well, I didn't get my campaign activated because I didn't pay 99 euros. So I assume it was set up correctly, but actually I'm not sure because Gaetano didn't right activate it. He's been spamming me ever since. Like, are you sure this is the one, one in a you know, lifetime offer for small businesses like you? And I'm like, uh, yeah. yeah, thanks. Thanks, but no thanks. He was, I mean, yeah. He's a great salesman and he, he like even said, you know, I can customize it, you know, in, into Chinese for you and add, you know, uh, local Taiwanese like social media apps like Line and stuff. So like, yeah, it would work. It would be great if I was like a profitable business, but it's just too much for for an unprofitable business like like what I am now. Yeah, it's just it's just. So maybe one day, but, but up viral to me looks like That's why freemium is everything for startups. Cause yeah. you just don't have the resources to like, you're, it, it's great to be able to upgrade later, but you need, you need a working prototype. You, you need minimum viable products for right now. Yeah. Exactly. And often you just can't do that without freemium services. You need yeah. to get in the door, set it up right. And then unlock, you know, the, the better features later down the line. That's it. It's, I think that the, um, I think that the biggest betrayal though, is if you, if you use something like, if you use a free service for, you know, getting your business up and running, right. And then you jump ship, you know, you don't end up paying for, um, you don't end up upgrading the service that you've been using for years. You know, as soon as mm. you make money, you just, uh, yeah, like, thank you. Move on. Mm -hmm. That's totally. probably the danger. Yeah 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 so i'm looking at up viral and yeah it's more affordable i think it's been in the space a bit longer maybe i'm not sure if it's totally customizable i, th I think i read something about it being available in you know x amount of languages of which one i'm i'm sure one of those is is, is chinese so so that's probably not an issue so i haven't gotten into it but yeah that's probably something i'm looking to do once i get back from my weekend away camping that's where i'm going as soon as we finish this call <laughs> taking the family away for a, for a weekend of uh, barbecuing and camping because it's mid-autumn festival here and uh, okay. as per, per tradition as per custom uh, it is the custom to get outside admire the full moon in its fullest form tonight oh, that's the great moon will be yeah the, the, tonight the moon will be uh you know it's in it's fullest form you, you probably know the correct term for this you know what i mean like yeah it's uh yeah. a full moon full moon yeah yeah but like uh, you know like you know how there's like a moon that's like the biggest oh god what's this called again it's, it's not like the winter sol solstice or whatever you know there's like the longest day of the year is the summer sol solstice the shortest day is the winter solstice and then there's yeah. another day where it's like the the moon yeah. is the biggest it, it looks bigger anyway anyway that's oh, tonight so super moon. yeah yeah super moon super moon day anyway anyway it, it happens but it's based on the lunar calendar so that's why 
you know, we're able to have a public holiday every year based on when the moon is the biggest and brightest in the sky. So, so that's tonight. So we're all going to have our barbecue and uh, head up the mountains and admire the moon and eat some moon cakes. So it's going to be great fun. So after I get back from that, oh, next yeah, week, yeah, yeah, you remember me mentioning this moon before? Cakes. Yeah, moon cakes. That's, that's it. So that's what's happening. And uh, so, yeah, then I'll be hitting up, maybe looking at this email marketing uh, integration again after I get back. Yeah, so that's pretty much it for me. Yep. Oh, just quickly on that agency. I mean, it's, these really um, early days. Huh? Oh, I was just going to say it's really early days. No, oh, you go. Go ahead, mate. Okay. Um, I was just going to say because we, we di I didn't finish off saying that I, I went to a like a, I guess they call it online influencer agency yesterday in, tai in Taipei here. So, so they're uh, fairly small, which I like. I don't want another large scale sort of platform, which just wants me to get on there and sign my life away. And they took it really slow. We had like a two hour meeting with, uh, I think it must have been the founder and uh, his assistant. And we talked through a lot of stuff and it was so great to talk to a couple of people who really like, they not only get my sort of this world, this kind of, you know, content creator world and, and everything, but they also get Taiwan and they get the Taiwanese market. So we still, you know, we we're talking about all the, all the, um, the various things, you know, that make t Taiwanese markets sort of different. And it's like, finally, like a couple of people who are really sort of in my space. So that was really great to mm. talk to them. And they seemed really like genuine people and there was, there was no push to, you know, here's a contract sign and it wasn't like that time I went to that, that live streaming, you know, uh, platform for teens. You know, uh, in the so, age where everything's connected, it can still just, I mean, you've been in this space for a couple of years and, you, mm. you know, when did you find out about these guys? Just last week or two weeks ago through my, okay, so my wife's, my sister-in-law is married to a Japanese bloke who is crazy, crazy obsessed with Taiwanese baseball. So he, he's like biggest, he's a huge fan of this guy called Zhang Taishan, who is uh, Taiwan's, uh, has the record for hitting the most home runs in Taiwanese baseball. He's just retired. Cool. Actually, yeah, actually, long story short, his agent uh, knows, so his agent is like a, sort of like a sports, star agent but she knows this agent that i spoke with yesterday who is like a online influencer agent so they all had a big dinner together and they got talking about me and what i'm doing and how i'm struggling and then they referred me to this agent who thought she could help me out and so we had this meeting and so yeah like um yeah it was very much an offline sort of a a, a, a connection made and um it was great to just sit down with them and talk and no, nothing in writing, you know, but, but I really like that. I really like that they're very slow. Maybe this is just coming off Claire, you know, but, you know, there's, there's no urgency and, and they're just getting to know me and they're fairly small scale, but I, I think they're trying to go for a smaller number of creators and a smaller number of influencers, but really make them quality. And they're all about uh, monetization mechanisms for their creators, like off platform, like platform independent monetization. So it's more about selling either courses or eBooks or, or other subscription models that they, they referenced a few of their current talents have, have arranged, you know, they've, they've managed What's the to name of the company? sort out these things. A uh, we media W E and then media. So I, th I think it's fairly new. Um, uh, the guy who founded it has been in new new media. Not generally. connected to WeWork, you know the the big. WeWork, I don't know. Yeah. No, I don't think so. No, it's it's just a small little local uh, okay. agency here. Yeah. Um, they probably have a different Chinese name, but yeah, like um, so he's been in this kind of uh, industry or this space, new media for uh, I think almost ten years, but he only just started this this agency of his own, I think a year or so ago. So, so yeah, like really a uh, good first impression. We'll see what happens, but, um, yeah, as I said, one of these days, uh, <laughs> one of these things is going to fit me, man. You know, so something is going to, is going to click, you know, whether you know, I've been through a few misfits, uh, you know, and I've learned a few lessons, but one of these days, uh, I'm sure the next chapter of the book is, is going to take a turn for, 
for the better. We're, we're aiming for a happy ending to this, uh, to this little novel I've got going. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. That's me. That's me. So, uh, anything else you want to, you want to add for our listeners this, this week? Well, no, mate, good luck for the, good luck with the new chapter. It's, it sounds good. It's, uh, yeah, like that, that sounds like exactly what you need. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, this week I've been, uh, you know, it's a couple of weeks ago, I used the analogy of, you know, eating my greens, um, you know, yeah. doing the, uh, doing the work that isn't necessarily that exciting to me, but, um, uh, pays the bills. So, um, yeah, so I've been working for my, for my dad's small business, um, uh, trying to, you know, rank them for local SEO terms. Um, like, and, uh, yeah, I, the biggest thing I did this week was actually, I noticed the website didn't have any, um, uh, like it's, everything was stock footage, right? Mm. But, um, but I think that there's a bit of a, an analogy to be drawn here, but, um, one of the strengths of this, of the business is it's incredible location. It's this like, it's this great super modern office, you know, um, in a, in a, in a pretty, um, uh, recently developed area of Sydney. Um, it's yeah, like great, you know, like great location, you know, like sunlight streaming through, you know, wall to ceiling, you know, glass doors and, um, yeah, it, it looks fantastic, right? But mm. none of this is expressed on the website. Um, mm. Everything has just been put together um, using stock footage because um, it's quick and cheap, you know. Mm. Um, but in going through some of the competitors, you know, you, you realize that uh, many of them just don't have anything like this like anything that could that could compete and so it's a it's a point of difference you know when you have um uh and when you have real photos as to um yeah when you have real photos Stop um yeah. yeah um yeah so uh so you know we booked in a day and you know there's this um there's this guy that works there this um uh like 20 22 21 22 year old fella who's um who's a filmmaker, um, in his, in his part time. Cool. Um, so he, uh, yeah, like we got him on the camera and he was, you know, like doing all the lighting and, you know, we got some of the, um, yeah, some of the, you know, people that meet with clients, um, you know, they, you know, they dressed up, you know, put all their makeup on and, um, yeah. And we, and we got some awesome shots around, you know, around the office, you know, nice. um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that was a pretty fun day. Um, cool. But your dad's pretty happy with that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. They're not up yet. I still have to do a little bit of uh, photo editing. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just, I, I was just thinking at the time, you know, you just have to, you have to find the strengths of your business and just make sure that you're expressing them. So Yeah, don't keep them here. Yeah, yeah that's, it. that's um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much, pretty much the thing for, uh, for this week. How's it going with the SEO? Is, uh, is McCarthy group crawling up the, the ladder? Is it anywhere near first page for some of these local key terms, keywords? Not, not yet, man. It's, um, it's, uh, it's, it's not easy. Like I just, um, you have to, you have to get inside the intention of each keyword like it turns out mm. if somebody searches for um so you know what i'm going for is that um i want people that are in you know this certain area of sydney so macquarie park in sydney um yeah. for to get the tax returns done i want them to go to you know this this particular place the business and not the others um but i mean there's different terms that you can use right you can type in tax return Right. But mm. when you look at, when you look deeper at the term, the pages that rank for tax return tend to be informational sites like government websites and you know, mm. articles about how to submit a tax return online, that sort of thing. They're informational. Mm. Um, mm. When you search for tax uh, accountant, right, the, the search terms are full of people looking for jobs, right? Oh, yeah. The term okay. that 
really hits the nail on the head is tax agents. Right? The intent behind that term does seem to be people looking to get somebody else to, to get their tax done for them. Uh, so have to be, yeah, super careful you get the right terms. Otherwise, you know, you might get, you might rank, but the traffic you're going to get is the wrong sort of traffic. So, Whoa. yeah, there's some traffic players out there. Yeah, that is, yeah. See, uh, I've, I have never quite thought about that exactly. I just always thought, well, you rank highly for those keywords that, you know, your business is in and Bob's your uncle, you know, you, you should be fine. Like, you know, like, yeah, if you're doing tax, then you just want as high a rank for every word to do with tax, right? But actually, no, not necessarily, because you're right, there is a in certain intention or a certain expectation behind certain keywords. That's yeah, right. It's like psychology meets SEO. Oh, let's get it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, yeah. you can't just... Mm. Re reducing everything to a number, you know, just the, no, the search no. volume is, uh, it's one way of expressing the metric, but there's all this, uh, you know, qualitative data behind yeah, it, you know, that yeah. you just have to try and work out. It's not immediately obvious. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. That is interesting. Well, I'm sure you're going to be picking up some very uh, useful insights for Discover Earth while you're doing this. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt, yeah. yeah. That's, I'm hoping cool. that a lot of uh, skills are going to be uh, yeah, transferable. It would be very mm. nice. Mm. All right. Well, listeners, I think that's where we will leave it this week and wishing everyone a happy mid-autumn festival. Yes, from Taiwan. <laughs> and uh, we'll catch you next week. Fantastic. Then? See you guys then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, buddy. See you then. Cheers. Okay. See you, mate. Bye.